Are we rolling? We're rolling. Lorenzo, are you done texting? Oh, yeah. I didn't know we were rolling. Usually we uh count into this. So. Two people just said we're rolling. Yeah, I don't pay attention to white people. Come on now. That's fair. Welcome to the 1845 podcast, a Peninsular podcast. That's right. Two of the bestest hosts in the world. Yeah, we don't have Blake this week again because of family tragedy. It is actually a thing. Uh, That's right. Our thoughts and, well, I'm an atheist, but I guess my thoughts and thoughts go out to him and his family and these trying times. Blake? I'm, I'm just going to piggyback on Sean because I want to feign uh, compassion. Yeah, well, I mean, I am genuinely compassionate. Uh, I'm not going to go too in, in depth with it with old, with old Blakester. Blakey boy. But uh, rest in peace, Blake. That's right. <laughs> God. Oh, also, just, um, this took a turn really fast. <laughs> Blake is alive and well, as far as we know. Yeah. Also, I want to um, express my condolences to Harvey Weinstein. And we're not doing your Harvey oh, no, Weinstein we're not. bit. Sean no. told me that you so were going to do So Lorenzo wanted to do a bit where he confused Harvey Weinstein with some other fiber. Are you sure you don't mean Harvey Firestein? Yeah, that was the whole bit. It would have been perfect if these no. jerks would have let it flow. No, it would not I, have been Harvey perfect. Harvey Firestein no. is in the cultural uh, zeitgeist right now. Who he's the fuck is cultures. he? He's he like played in biggest, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, he's in Mrs. Doubtfire. No, he's what? not. Robin Williams is, and that's the only person that's in that movie. Wow. wow. Harvey Firestein. Also, JTT no. was in there, too. So. No. Justin okay, Timberlake, too? Listen, listen. No. Lorenzo. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Lorenzo, uh, let's just go ahead and right. throw it out there that I get what you're trying to do, but literally on the last episode, you had to break down when your Willie slap a cracker Johnson bit didn't work. Cracker. Cracker. That's right. But this one would have worked if you let it. It would not have worked. There's not a universe where that works. Yeah, it would have. I, like Doctor Strange, have looked at all the possible realities. All the There was only one where it worked, and it's where Weinstein didn't rape those women. All the fans of the 1845 love Harvey Firestein. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's our only fan, really. Uh... But anyway, so once no. again, the white man is stifling the black man's creativity. I want to nope, let that be nope, known. No, nope, that's not how let this it goes be at known. all. But seriously, our condolences go out to Harvey, <laughs> Harvey Firestein. Yeah, R.A.P. Uh, rest in peace. Did you say R.A.P.? Rap. Rap. R.A.P. <laughs> uh, speaking it, of I... rape, uh, whoa, we were talking it? about Tom DeLonge in the car the earlier. Wow. <laughs> Uh, that feels like an undeserved Wait. segue. You didn't introduce your uh, co-host. Oh, because oh, you're not uh, important. Yeah. yeah. So our uh, this is a crossover episode. We have one host of the possibly uh, talented podcast. Incredible. Uh, the uh, funny. Oh, yeah, that's right. The sorry, funny There. Oh, by the way, I'd like to give. I'm plug. the funny. Co- Hold on. We have to clarify this right fucking now. Did you just say I'm the funny Corey? Yeah, you're the funny Corey. Yeah, Corey, your brother Corey. Corey, yeah, you hear bro- this? Brother Corey. Corey without an E. It's been definitively fucking spoken by Lorenzo Shepard. I'm the funny Corey. And this is also coming from someone who doesn't even listen to it. So yeah. I'm also nice Corey and big beard Corey. I just want to rub that in Me while you're not Sean here to defend yourself. Call you brother Corey and the other one other Corey. Brother yeah. and other. That's actually not bad. Brother and other. Um, I would like to give a shout out to the Possibly Credible podcast. You can find them exclusively on Stitcher. <laughs> not on Stitcher. Uh, yep. They're not nope. on any other platform. Never so been on don't Stitcher. even go looking for them on those other ones. Apple, on Spotify, Stitcher. SoundCloud. Facebook. Now that we got that out of the way, uh, so uh, brother Corey's here with us today. I am. He's Thank you for Corey. Me. And then um, my other brother uh, and Corey's other brother, incidentally, from another mother, Kenneth. He is a brother from another mother. Truly, uh, Kenneth is here with us. A uh, little backstory: I I black one is uh, <laughs> Kenneth was also on a previous episode of the eighteen forty-five that had to be scrapped. Yeah, it's a lost just episode. Someone had a potty mouth. Yeah, somebody decided. Not to Not even just a potty things. mouth. I I heard what he said and. 
We had to give him a disclaimer before recording anyway, ours because of it. I'm from the Nicolas Cage podcast, as of right now, Untitled. That's right. Um, I will say I for still all really of our, like my idea. All of our listeners. What was your idea? Uncaged. Let's not start divulging secrets, but what yeah. we'll say is <laughs> look forward to a Nicolas Cage-themed podcast coming from I, Sean I'm Jones, and Kenneth Jones coming up in the near future. And Blake. No, Blake's not invited. Uh, never no, mind. Poor no. Blake. He wanted to binge watch Adam Sandler. <laughs> all right, so now we got all that out of the way. Um, <laughs> you guys should make him record his own Adam Sandler podcast. He probably would. It'd be like 76 hours worth of material for him. All on Uncut Gems. But he would forget <laughs> to hit record. It would just be him sitting and talking. He'd be in a diaper. There wouldn't even be He'd a do, mic. He would do it straight through in a diaper. Just, just screaming into his closet. On? Because he drinks so much Code Red Mountain Dew, it probably leaks out of his dick. Went That's straight right. through him. Like water through a sock. Yep. I remember he drank so much Code Red Mountain Dew, he got up from his chair, his desk chair, and it was like seeping through him. And it was uh, pooled in the chair underneath him. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Fucking gross. <laughs> had to use a whole bundle. Hold of on. Did that really <laughs> happen? Yeah. It's a yeah. crazy story he yeah, told us insane. off air. Yeah, he didn't tell us Oh, air. wait. Damn it. Oh, no. You were supposed to keep that secret. Oh, we were supposed to keep that secret. Anyway, yeah. so what are we talking about here? We're, we're talking, talking about, about music. We're talking about music. We're going to uh, kind of get into that. And then Tom later on, talk about Tom Dolan. If you would just shut the fuck up every like <laughs> five minutes. When you feel like saying something stupid, if you just refrain from saying something stupid, then maybe you won't say anything fucking stupid. Nope. So this topic came about because we were riding in my car a little while ago, and I put on the Angels and Airwaves, uh, their first album. That was a great and album. And I, I said... You know, for better or worse, I forgive Tom DeLong, and a lot of people may not understand why there would be any reason to forgive him. I personally feel like it's necessary. Why? Uh, because he kind of took a shit on Blink One Eighty Two. Wow, I did not hear this. It? So not only did he take it, he, he like refused to like work with them. So here's what it was. I think I'm probably the resident expert on Blink One Eighty Two. That's right. not something to brag about, but go for oh, it. Oh, I'm yeah. bragging. He I also never have tattoos. sex, so I'm the cool kid. You don't uh, have sex? No, Can we talk about that instead? Neither Shit's does gay. Lorenzo. Maybe you guys should have sex together so you can get one yeah. out of the way. You can I, listen to Blink-182. I, I wouldn't like be able to go back. Hey, wait. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? That's exactly how long it would take. Yeah. Lorenzo did come while we did that. So what happened was, according to an article that Mark Hoppus... Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker both uh, were interviewed in this. Uh, Tom got to the point where he would only record with Blink if he was broke. And it was impossible to get him to actually come to uh, like writing sessions and recording sessions and to get a tour going unless he was out of money, more or less. Um, also, I think what I've realized now is he did Blink-182 for like 20 fucking years I think he was ready to move on. Not everybody just wants to stay in the same band their entire life, right? Uh, Incubus is still going strong, so. Fuck Incubus. Did you just reference Incubus at me in the year 2020? Yeah, I did. Have they had an album in the last decade? No, but they dropped a single this year, so. So did From First to Last. Doesn't count. Yeah, it does. That was last year. Uh, Yeah, so basically, I forgive Tom for being a shitty person in the aspect of Blink-182. I forgive him. I okay. Here's my thing about Tom DeLonge, right? What, what did he do? 
Oh, he just... I well, literally just said... What? Were you not listening? Yeah, I mean, wow. Where the, the fuck were you? Hey, hey, Kenneth, welcome to the 1845 <laughs> podcast. The only thing he... Or the thing that he did is that he just won't record with them. It was... He doesn't want to be He wanted to stay in the band and be a part of the band and monopolize that position in the band, mm-hmm. but not actually contribute to it unless it was convenient for him. Did he badmouth them or was it all No, no. I don't think members? he did any badmouthing. He's only ever publicly said he loves Blink-182, he loves his bandmates... But he had other priorities that he mm. he couldn't participate to the extent he should have. Like the album Neighborhoods that came out, yeah. I think, uh, five years ago now or something like that. That album took like, uh, this is the possibly credible portion of this. It took like four and a half years to record because they couldn't get him to just come and fucking write and record music. And you can tell if you listen to that album, it was not a great album because of that. Yeah, I wasted my time downloading it. It wasn't good. I mean, I can honestly say it was the worst album. I haven't been a big fan of Blink-182 music uh, basically since all that turmoil happened. Since the hiatus? I'll say one thing uh, that I kind of, with Blink-182, that kind of gets me is with the kind of music they recorded, they they decided to like turn a corner where they're like, we're not going to sing about dicks anymore. We're going right. to do like grown-up material. And it worked to a degree, but, like, kind of know your place. Yeah, well, I think that's two-sided. So, like, when they started, they were basically teenagers. They liked joking about dicks at the time. And then, individually, each one of them, like, grew up. Especially Mark and Travis, I would say. You know, they're married. They've both been married. uh, Well, Travis, Travis has been married a couple of times, I believe. Mark's been married to the same woman for a very long time. Has a couple of kids. He's a dad now. And I can kind of see where, like, his life changed to a point where the dick jokes weren't natural to him anymore. It almost would have been playing a character. One thing to me, I think, is, like, uh, they tried to retain a lot of the elements of pop punk, Mm -hmm. but make it more mature lyrically. Yeah. And when you look back at bands that transitioned from their early career through, like, some of the greats, uh, musically, they changed totally. I Mm -hmm. mean, even the way they played their instruments, the way they constructed songs, what's jarring to me about like pop punk bands, even like green day and whatnot is like, they wanted to get very mature, but they still only knew like three or four chords. Yeah. And well, I think if you were to take a deep dive into the later years now, if you listen to the full California album, both parts of it, um, and you listen to nine, You'll see, I think what you're looking for is they changed dramatically instrumentally where they actually know how to play their instruments and do it well. Um, and it matches the new lyrics better, too. I will also say, and this is a this is a safe zone, so I don't want any backlash from uh, at least two of the people here. Triggered. I never liked Angels and Airwaves. Really? I don't what? think that Tom DeLonge has the voice or the attitude to be like a stadium rock guy. Yeah. When I hear him on there, if there was a better vocalist or something, I, I don't know. To me, it just feels very like something that I would hear as like a stock music and like a, on a made-for-streaming uh, service Nicolas Cage movie. Or like Jeremy <laughs> Renner music? Yeah, kind of. It's, like, well, it's, it's not yeah. as bad as Jeremy Renner music, but to me, it's kind of – it's it, it falls in the category of it's not good enough – but it's not bad good enough that I can like get a chuckle out of it or just like put it on. It right. takes itself so overly serious. I think here's where I'm at with Angels and Airwaves personally is uh, the first album, We Don't Need to Whisper. I loved that album from release. I remember when it came out. I've listened to it a billion times since. 
I can't honestly say I've listened to any other music of theirs, like a full album or anything. I don't know how many albums they even have. I think they're like their but fourth or fifth. That first album to me, I love it because of maybe just it has a place in my like adolescence, basically. Because that album came out at least 15 years ago, right? Yeah. No, like, that, that album's been, been a out minute. for a long time. I remember when that was really. It's probably been about 15 it's years. It's probably ago. been around there. And so like it was part of kind of like when I was growing up. And so it stuck with me. I'd call it one of my top 20 albums of all time. I have no idea what any of their other music is. Yeah, that's pretty much how I am with the Plus 44 album. Yeah, well, they only have the one album, but yeah. it has like a placeholder for you, right? Yeah. It's a great album, to be fair. Uh, that. that was a really solid I can listen album. to that front to back all day. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting because it was almost like Mark doing what he was looking to do with Blink. Because if you listen to their later stuff, the Blink-182 stuff, you can hear those Plus 44 elements in it. It's interesting. listen. So I actually stopped listening to Blink-182 after their um, self-titled one. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, if you listen to California and Nine, Nine just came out last September. Those, you'll hear, they're grown up a lot. Cool. Yeah. I think one thing we can all get behind is Incubus is a shit band. Yeah, fuck Incubus. Fuck no. Incubus. Wait, hold on. But they had that Pardon Me. Yeah. It's that's the greatest a, song ever. As the kids would say, that's a bop. So, that's no, a bop. That no song slaps. That. No kid would say that. No child. Kenneth is a child. Person. Kenneth is 13 years old. Oh, yeah, no, old. he's he's the insight for Gen Z. Uh, None of would, us would say that about Incubus. Well, you also wouldn't know what Incubus is. Yeah. No, Even I know what, what TRL is. is. Oh. I don't know what that is. You remember TRL? You don't know what TRL is? No, that shit was off the air before he was born. Yeah, I know what Incubus is. Total Request Live? That was the best. Carson Daly and shit, right? Carson Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Those were the goodness. days. That's know. when music was still on MTV. That's Not to sound like that fucking old guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't but know what you guys are talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like, the channel with all the reality shows? <laughs> that, that channel that shows Teen Mom One, Two, Teen Mom UK. Oh, let's 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 face one like one brash fact. We don't need music television. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. We That's because music, music is an audio format. <laughs> we don't I'm need surprised it. MTV and the music video craze lasted as long as it yeah. did. Well, people still like music videos. It's just there's there no are, reason to need it. I don't think YouTube. I've actively intentionally watched a music video in. I didn't know they were still making them. Probably 10 years. They're a I pretty haven't. big deal still. They are. And people like Mike Diva are real big in it, yeah. making stuff. And there's like a specific community for that. But like I personally, and it might be because I'm a little bit older, I don't care about music videos at this point in my life. A lot of people probably don't watch them nearly as much as music they videos. Would have. Are you, like people forget, music videos weren't created in the '80s. Right. They were doing music videos, basically promotional videos, as far back as like the '60s. Right. And probably even. I mean. I mean, even those Elvis movies were basically long-form music videos. In oh, many absolutely. Ways. But there was actual promotional videos. It's like they come in vogue and out uh, every couple of decades. I'm pretty sure soon even, like, music videos will be really big again. Because I feel There'll like There'll probably be a whole new MTV. Most people aren't, like, MTV all about it. But it'll be videos, completely but. web-based. It'll but, be uh, Childish IGTV Gambino. Thing. Childish Gambino yeah, like, released that music video, and that was huge. Yeah, This but Is America, that one... Of, well, that also hit hard because of its political nature. It was a shit song. But the video was very popular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the video was very, I very popular. I liked the way it was filmed, but, yeah. like, I also just was like... That song yeah. was horrible. But there's a lot of, like, music videos still, like, make songs. Yeah. Get yeah. popular still. With well, like, with YouTube. Yeah, with YouTube and, like, 
Well, some bands are specifically centered around their videos in a way. Like, 30 Seconds to Mars, they don't do a whole lot anymore, but the stuff they've done, there's always been, like, a big cinematic video to go along with stuff. Yeah, Yeah. but, I mean, that's 30 Seconds to Mars. You have to first care about 30 (laughs) Seconds to Mars. Only person who cares about that is Devin. Devin. Really? Is he, like, a big old fan? he's a big 30 Seconds to Mars fan. I thought he was a big Jared Leto fan. I liked their big mainstream album, their first, like, big mainstream album. I can honestly say... like the singles off of it. I have never listened to 30 Seconds of Mars and thought, this is good. Really? No. Well, it doesn't seem like it would appeal to you. I mean, I like a variety of music, but like, it's garbage. You do, but it's that's garbage. not your thing at all, by any means. No. No, it's 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 awful. And I hate Jared Leto. I think he's, he's creepy. I, think I don't he's think weird he's as good of an actor. Weird. People think he's a good actor. I don't think he's that good of an actor. He was the worst Joker ever. Uh, probably he's been, he's been good. Yeah. He's he's a case of he's good in good movies. I don't think I yeah. would ever like in a well even in Dallas Buyers Club he was okay in that. But like I had no idea he was in that. I watched that movie twice. In that's the, why he's good. Uh huh. That's why he's good. You even know it was him. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He was I, so deep in character we had no idea. I also yeah. like uh the second time I watched I was like oh this is just Jared Leto doing his thing. Oh, okay. Like, I just kind of felt very much like he 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 just kind of shows up. He's weird. Yeah. I don't think he's like, I, I would never be like, oh, Jared Leto's in that. He comes yeah. across as really pretentious. Yeah, and me. even in his acting, he comes and across that way. To an extent, this is probably not the best mindset to have. Uh, you don't get to be pretentious when you're from Bossier City. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you just got to remember your roots. You know, you can take the boy out of the trailer park. You can take the boy out of Mars, but you can't take him 30 seconds out of Mars. That was poorly constructed, and I am judging you now. Just like all of Angels and Airwaves songs. That's fair. Well, yeah. (laughs) Because if you listen to any Angels and Airwaves song, you've heard all of them, basically. Yeah, pretty much. uh, It's pretty repetitive. I thought I was listening to the... I, I was listening to our first CD and I forgot I had their second one and it just like went on to a loop. I thought I was still listening to the first one. <laughs> you had no idea. No idea. It's highly conceptual, I guess. They've gone for this well, like, okay, but we're also sci-fi burying, movie vibe. We're burying yeah, a very big like. aspect of Thomas DeLongis. And that's the like, he's like a UFO guy. Which is cool as fuck, by the way. That's yeah, something but, that I respect. Because I'm all about some conspiracies and UFOs. Oh, I got some conspiracies for you. Yeah, he like showed he he was I guess uh, the government had to be like, well, the video he leaked was real. Yeah, he was responsible for two video leaks, I believe. Yeah, which good those are real videos should get leaked. What is he leaking though? UFO videos. UFOs aren't real. Come on now. Well, was anything important in it? Probably a UFO. Which part of this are are, there are some weird videos? (laughs) I don't know. There are some weird videos if you go on and watch them. Of uh, uh, one of them is uh, what was it like a fighter jet camera? Mm-hmm. And there's like an object that you can see that's obviously like going way faster than this fighter. It's a whole thing. Like huh. if you go on and watch it, that's a rabbit debris. hole to dive down. My thing though about UFOs is like I have a really hard time thinking that UFOs have been here and that it's been filmed because one, it falls into the same category as Bigfoot. How come we've never gotten a really clear? like footage of it right and two like have you ever thought that maybe bigfoot's just like they can teleport or something 
Think about, like, maybe no, there's something extra happening there. They're really fast, or they can teleport, or they can turn invisible. Maybe the reason we haven't seen them is they have adapted to us not seeing them. I would like to give you the award of the stupidest guest ever to have been on the 18th. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm on yours. Wait, yeah. are you counting Blake? Well, he's a co-host. Oh, okay. So I'm still smarter than Blake, but no. I'm a guest, so I get the dumbest guest? Yeah, yeah. dumbest guest. You've yeah, only had guest. three guests. My thing about Bigfoot, though, That's is... Right. Yeah, you were the dumbest. Where does he buy his shoes? Okay. Well, why do we need to care about Bigfoot? It's just a hairy guy, isn't it? It's just like a big guy. Like, why do we care? <laughs> it's just a, a giant. Well, he's not really thing. a guy, though. Like, but why do people care so much? Well, it's not so like the has, thing about Bigfoot aliens, is, like, like oh. at least in some circles, it would be if we found Bigfoot, we'd be finding another step in our evolution. It would open up science and, and, and studies that we haven't been able to it's explore. no such thing as evolution. Oh god! I just feel like with that's where we're going with this. <laughs> that's right. Them dinosaur bones was planted by the Jew scientist too. Lorenzo. If anything, you might be proof Take us of away evolution. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Two steps back is what we call him. Yeah, <laughs> the missing link himself. That's right. Here we are with Sasquatch on the 1845. <laughs> You're right. not quite hairy enough, though. That's right. They finally found me. I was hanging out in the gay bar. Mm. Right. Yeah. Hey, how about we not bang stuff on the table? Yeah, good job, oh, Blake. God, I'm so sorry. Uh, Why can't people ever fucking get that right? <laughs> um, yeah, so you can find your uh, Possibly Credible on Stitcher and Stitcher only. That's right. <laughs> Apple and Spotify. Uh, I guess back to, to, to uh, so Tom DeLong. music. Yeah, back to, to Tom DeLong in music. I think Is it's it DeLong weird. or DeLonge? I think it's I think DeLong. It's DeLong. I think it's DeLong. DeLong is dick. Wow, that's where this went. Anyway, so he's a UFO right. man. Yeah, he's like a UFO conspiracy theorist yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if time will reflect kindly on Tom DeLonge in like you know twenty more years. They'll probably be like, oh, that asshole that was in Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, he'll probably be like that. Uh, Maybe guy yeah. On History Channel. He's trying to branch out a little bit. Um, like he's got a new album coming out with angels and airwaves that there's going to be a full documentary going along with. I it. saw that. I saw they were making a movie. I really like the photographer who's doing it is Peter McKinnon and he's on tour with them right now. Um, I was telling you about this, Kenny. Oh yeah. You, told me about the guy. He wears you should watch Peter McKinnon Black air force ones or something. Uh, yeah. You guys wear the Whoa, same shoes. Must be ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, I think the documentary could be interesting. Maybe this could be an upswing. It could be another thing that nobody gives a fuck about. Okay. Maybe this is a stupid question, but is angels and airwave? Like, is that like an offshoot of blink 81 blink? Blank, 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 eighty one, blank eighty one, No, it's a. Is it like a? It's okay. So when the I guess it was around the time of the hiatus when uh, they stopped recording completely as Blink One Eighty Two, Tom formed Angels and Airwaves okay. with like three other people, and he's the lead singer and guitarist of it. Uh, and then like Mark and Travis went and did Plus Forty Four. Uh, also, somewhere in the midst, there was uh, Tom did Boxcar Racer. Yeah, that was the other Which, by the way, about. the Boxcar Racer album, perfect. That CD was awesome. It is a perfect album to me. I remember uh, that album. Yeah, I love that album, and I always will. Even, like, the fact of it was, it wasn't, like, a negativity at the time. It was before the hiatus, so it was, it was Tom and Travis, right? Yeah. And then there's even a out a track on that album featuring Mark. So it was like Blink One Eighty Two plus two members at yeah. the time. I think it also had a member from Rancid on there. Uh yeah, 
Yeah. And uh, wow, you guys are cure. really deep into this like early 2000s no, it was, pop punk. It was uh, what's Robert was something? Kraft. Robert Smith. Robert Kraft. Yeah, Robert yeah, Kraft. Robert yeah. Smith. Yeah, Robert Smith. No, he was on the uh, the self-titled Blink-182. He helped them. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. No, I forgot who was the other guy. Though. Wait, wait, wait. Lorenzo, I heard you say you don't like Blink-182 before. It was all the work, baby. Come on now. I'm the whitest black guy you know. <laughs> the whitest Did black you guys guy know that Travis Barker does work with uh, young hip-hop musicians today? Absolutely, I did. And it's sort of weird to me, but I, I have a bit of an issue with it at this point. It seems weird. Cause a lot of his features. So like he did one with, uh, what's the dude's name? Josiah. Yeah. Um, he did a track with him and it wasn't anything like Travis Barker is a great drummer, but he didn't do anything that was special yeah. on that track. It was almost just to, it's almost like sometimes he's doing these features to help small artists get bigger that's kind of how i feel and i could uh, i can respect that but like it's a little corny to me to be like yeah travis barker's featured on this and he doesn't do anything but also how many people my age who would be listening to that kind of music are like oh travis barker i have to listen to this you guys should know who travis because i i know who he is but like when i I see him on a track i'm not like i'll say i'll say like People today still listen to Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, but absolutely! Like, well, the people that listen to Blink the shows that I've been to for Blink One Eighty Two, I went twice two years ago, and they were fucking sold out, packed shows. Like, there's still a huge fan base. I don't know if the fan base of Blink One Eighty Two would be interested in the music that Travis. These is days, on, they would be more than they would have been in '98. Right? Yeah. 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 There's I more of a true. crossover of like pop punk punk hip-hop that all came together more we even saw it with the skate culture well even uh travis barker didn't he have a uh like another group that was more like hip-hop no he had an album called uh what was it can the drummer get some or something it was a full album of him drumming with different hip hop artists but i know he did one with uh young blood or somebody he's always been kind of interested in that oh yeah he's always Mm. been kind of a core part of the hip-hop community at least on the like more uh what would you call it behind the the scenes hmm? behind the scenes or no like the hip-hop part not like the og kind of stuff but like more of the stuff that the skaters were listening to like the new wave the new wave of stuff the people that eventually became the soundcloud rappers and stuff Mm -hmm. he's bigger in that community for sure So like underground Kind of underground, a little bit more. The bad part uh, of underground. A little like rougher around the edges, not the yeah, polished, a lot of the clean Jay Z kind of stuff. A lot of the artists that he features on are like, just like internet, yeah, rappers, yeah. And I mean, I think that's kind of cool, personally. Yeah, I just I always wondered like why I didn't know he was so in. Oh yeah, into it, he's yeah he's a. I big thought it was part. like a recent thing. But no, he's been involved in hip hop since for a long time, forever. Okay, yeah. that makes. Didn't more we sense. see him at a Warp tour? Probably. Ooh, um, and I think it was like a hip hop thing because there used to be like a hip hop stage at Warped Tour. Yeah, I, we might have. I remember seeing Tom with Angels and Airwaves in 08. I have to think about think on that. Maybe research it. But anyway, you know he's he's been involved with that for a long time. See, yeah, I thought it was. I thought just in like in the last couple of years he just. Oh started no, doing no, it. it wasn't just like a random afterthought. And no. I thought it was weird because of that. I was like, it's kind of. Weird. And also, I could see that he's yeah. not just a like a drummer. He's not just a rhythm section. Yeah. Like he does have a name of his own. Does well, he yeah. do production? Uh, probably so. on a on a certain level, he probably does, but not anything big. I don't think. Okay. Um. 
he's definitely an integral part though of that community at yeah. this point because i think he does have a I, I would say his name carries weight i would venture to say he's responsible for the the eventual bleed over that came between like punk and hip-hop because that wasn't that big when we were young uh limp biscuit, limp biscuit would like a word with you uh, they can have dun. a word with me. Right. They're going to come that. out of retirement. Dun. I wouldn't call it Limp Bizkit punk hip hop either, dun. though. Yeah, they probably new metal. Would. They're yeah. like, yeah, they're new. Metal Speaking of uh, um, Limp Bizkit, uh, if anybody ever wants to check out a good John Travolta movie, <laughs> <laughs> Fred, Durst, Fred Durst directed The Fanatic. Uh, I need to watch that. That's a classic film. I don't think you need to watch it. I kind of probably do. It's weird. It's two people that have spent a lot of time in Jacksonville. Has when John Travolta spent a lot of time John Travolta spent a bunch of time down here. I think he has a house somewhere out here. Why? And then Fred Durst is from here. Yeah. We have a lot of massage parlors here for John. You know, right. Fred Durst. <laughs> There's a lot of pool boys, right? <laughs> Fred Durst gave a tattoo to the lead singer of Corn, and I think that's how he got his uh, way into the industry. That's how that happened? I think so. I wish he never would have got that tattoo. Is from around here. Corn's from around Corn, here? Wait, Corn's from here? I think they're from like Gainesville Bullshit. or something. Get like out of here! I thought they were from fucking... California. No, I thought they were like one of those random Midwest bands. I could you're be thinking of Slipknot yeah, from Slipknot. Iowa. I could be mm, really wrong. Yep, you're right. But I think Corn yep. is from around here. So all the bad stuff comes from Florida. Corn, and that's Corn with a K, K, right? Yeah. No, yes. with a Q. <laughs> and a backwards R. You can't type. Yeah, you got to do a little the backwards R. Oh, origin, Bakersfield. Yeah, California. California. Wow, no, I was wrong. The, 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 the other wrong. Florida. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. other Florida. I was close. <laughs> you know, this is why I call my podcast possibly credible because I like to spout stuff off, and I'm usually wrong. Yeah, yeah, but we don't fact check on the spot because I don't want to know how wrong I was. All right, well, we'll just pretend corn is from Florida. <laughs> yeah, corn's from Florida Sorry. now. Corn's from Florida. Limp Biscuits from Florida. Incubus. Well, is from I'd rather Florida. not admit that Limp Biscuits from here. Why not? Have you listened to them? Uh, have you not up. seen the Woodstock from 1999? That was a disaster. The peak of white That caucasity. was a total disaster. That was great for white people in general. Kenny, you were uh, just born yes. around that time. But Woodstock 99 was fucking rape great. fest. It oh was my bad. God. Was Woodstock great. 99. It was a total disaster. Yeah. There was... was I feel like I, be- I remember there being at least one murder. There was a bunch of rapes. I didn't hear about that. I heard about the rapes. I didn't hear about the murders. Uh, or maybe it was people died from drugs or something out well, there. Well, uh, what was it? Uh, who was it that took this? It might have been when Limp Biscuit took the stage and a full-on riot yeah. broke out. Yeah, that was And it. they were, like, burning shit and tearing down it was scaffolding. Intense. And uh, I watched a, a thing about uh, Woodstock 99 and, like, it was, if you look at the footage, it is like a combat zone had happened. Do you remember they were showing coverage of it before everything really fell apart on VH1 when we lived at Brookwood? Yeah. I remember that distinctly. Oh, no. It, it, it was insane. Insane. There was like there was a lot of rapes and stuff. Uh, that allegedly. Just did? Huh? Hmm? Was that ICP that you just did, the hand signal? No. No. I no. thought you did. I well, see, I was trying to quietly tell All right. Sean that we're That's at the also minutes. a great thing. All right, and guys. then you so, fucking ruined listen, it. Uh, well, everybody, you, you gaggle of freaks. Um, I think we're going to make this a two-parter episode. But yeah. we're at the 30-minute mark of this one, so it's about time for us to start you know, signing off on it. 
Okay. But we do need to get, I think we're going to make this a two-parter because uh, I think we have a lot more to talk about. I think so. Where we were going. But for now, this has been the 1845 Podcast. You can find us at all of our socials. Uh, Lorenzo, go ahead and. Uh, the 1845 podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can drop your suggestions. Oh, also, I want to give a shout out to my friend Travis Williams. He's a listener to the show. He's actually a longtime friend. Uh, basically, like brothers, but we're not brothers. Wow. That took a lot of explaining there. And no, what's no, his name? We, Travis Williams. We, uh, Thank you, Travis Williams, for being a listener. Yeah, we grew up together, so we're basically like brothers and shit like that. But yeah, the 1845 podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the 1845 podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Finster, Cameo, Stitcher, <laughs> Pornhub, Fans Only, What's X Video. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, X Hamster. Um, how about how about if if anybody's listening, uh, drop us an email with your favorite corn Slipknot Limp Biscuit song in it. Oh yeah, and and we will uh, if we get enough of them, uh, we'll we'll listen to them and maybe we'll do a reaction video. Uh, but try and go deep cuts if you can. Like if you just like the hits, I get that. But just get in there, or if anybody if anybody was at Woodstock '99, if you got raped or whatever, just <laughs> drop us wow. a line. Let us, let us know how it went. Or was if it, you was can it find Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, go for it. You guys should start uploading this to Pornhub. Oh, I don't, I don't, I think people would come too quickly. I know I would. I already did. I think it'd be a great buffer for when you're trying to cool down for a minute. Huh? Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) It might work. A 30 minute long podcast. Oh man, that Asian bukkake was so fucking hot. I need to to listen to rambling I need to listen to the worst shit ever. All right. Well, on that note, thank you for listening (laughs) and uh, check back for uh, episode two of this crossover event. Bye. Unique New York.